Welcome to What Are We Singing? I'm your host, Trent Walker. This is Advent Week 2. This is the Peace Week, the Bethlehem Candle. Tonight, the Walkers are going to be singing at a talent show. We're going to be singing It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. I love singing with my family. It's awesome. And this week for Advent, we're going to be singing the song, O Little Town of Bethlehem. So I want to encourage you to join us this Sunday on YouTube as we sing it together. And today on this episode, we're going to be talking about peace. I'm so glad you're joining me. I've got my cup of coffee today, and I'm just taking some time to really think and contemplate this season. God has been doing so much in my heart and really speaking to me in ways that I, I'm, I'm consumed. I'll, I'll just be honest. I'm totally consumed with the Word of God lately, and it's, it's been so life-giving. And you know, I, I recognize as we've been on YouTube for so many years that that's not necessarily, or, or at least that channel that we've been on with Trent and Siobhan and Everyday Family Adventure, that channel has not been the best place to be able to talk about issues of the church, uh, things that I, I think deeply about in regards to the universal church, the body of Christ, believers, you know, when we boil it down to where does the church stand, where do they you know, what do they support? What do they believe in? And then how does that boil down to just the general everyday believer? Because the truth is the church is made up of you and me, everyday people going to work at everyday jobs. And I, I love that. I, I love to just be able to talk to people in general. Um, but oftentimes I think I find that, you know, as far as advertisers driving YouTube and things like that, that um, when I speak about my faith and what I believe in, especially about the church, um, those things are, aren't aren't pushed, and and that's okay. I'm, I'm completely okay with that. But I just I feel like the Lord has been asking me to begin to speak out more, and I love the body of Christ, and so the whole reason why I started this podcast was simply because of the fact that I recognize that. What we sing in the church, what worship leaders, worship pastors and pastors carry in the church is this, um, this, this, uh, what am I trying to say? They, they carry this, this passion and this mandate, this anointing to be able to speak the word of God to people, inspire them to live out their faith in real time. And so... I know I, I promised myself and, and even as I've been getting some interviews going recently and it's been so fun, I can't wait to share those with you. I've got an interview with my mentor and, and leader and friend Kevin Norris coming up um, and I've got a whole uh, podcast coming up on the song um, Holy Forever by Chris Tomlin. There's been really good stuff that I've got. I can't wait to release and show to you guys but as I think about this, I keep hearing that the church is, the body of Christ is Bible illiterate and we don't know the word of God. And my heart goes out because I recognize that so much of what we know of our faith and really stand on and stand up for people with 
maybe the reasons why people don't stand up for what they believe in. Um, it has everything to do with our knowledge and our deep understanding of the word of God. And what I mean by that is, is there the, the deep understanding of who God is and allowing him to speak to you, not just through the words on the page, but the rhema, the, the spoken word, the Holy Spirit moving and speaking into you. So anyways, I promised I wasn't going to give, I promised myself I wasn't going to give a, a huge message right away. This is just the intro. Um, but at the same time, I'm also beta trialing this out for this first month. And I am using this Advent series as an opportunity to kind of get my feet wet and and kind of get moving. And I have the funniest thing that just happened because wouldn't you know it, just as you begin to start something like this, and again, you know, super excited about it, and and I'm 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 also very I I tend to be a perfectionist, and I want things to be good before I release them. That was a big you know a big challenge, a big hurdle I had to overcome with YouTube because, you know, I, I never posted on YouTube. I never saw the reasons why, and you know, I think we started in 2016. And by that time, I mean, it was such a big thing to do that already. Instagram stories hadn't come out yet. Um, TikTok wasn't even, you know, a thought. Um, and, and the whole algorithm thing about, you know, socials in general was so different. And so vlogging was still a thing and it was kind of reaching its peak when we just began. But I had been such a perfectionist. I was like, I don't want to start that. So the thought of like just you know, pressing record and then sharing it with the world was so foreign and so new to me. Well, I bring that all up because of this podcast. It's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, for those who know me, they know I, I don't have a hard time talking. Like, I love to talk. I love to really just engage people. And, and this is I'm a verbal processor and I love that. Um, but I also, I want it to be good. You know, I want the quality to sound good. I want it to have purpose. I want people to know that like, oh, we're talking about something right now that brings value to me. I think if, if, if I would listen to it, then I know others will listen too. And so that's kind of the, the benchmark of what I go by. But so wouldn't you know it, that the enemy is going to try to come in and, and rupture that right away. Well, Friday, um, we had just got done filming, uh, our our Advent series with the family and, you know, a little sneak peek. We actually are celebrating Advent on Sundays, but we're actually, as a family, we're, we're kind of doing it on Fridays <laughs> this month because of the fact that we really felt that we should share this with our community. And there, it gives me time to take Sabbath on the weekend and rest and at the same time know that, oh, I've got a video that I'm going to post on the Sunday coming up. So as Friday was coming along, we finished up. I, you know, we got done, you know, having our time with the family and it was awesome. Really, really love this. And it, I cherish this time so much with our family. Well, I got, you know, we got sitting down in the RV, Siobhan and I are finished up the night. We already put the kids to bed. So I'm just wrapping up this, this footage and I wanted to edit it a little bit by adding some scriptures to it, a few B-rolls, just little things. I know it's not perfect, but it's just something that makes it a little nicer and, you know, put the intro on and everything and I'm, I'm editing it down. And, um, a few, about a month ago, about, yeah, I think about a month ago. Uh, well, let me back this up. 
you so for those of you guys who don't know we are really believing and praying for a house house we just moved to the area we've been believing and praying for a house for years in kona hawaii where we were living we really have believed that the lord gave us a word that said that you know my people shall dwell in, in peaceful dwelling places isaiah 32. i love that we've just held on to that scripture and uh, I'm not going to deny it's been it's been hard, but it's also been a blessing. In Kona, we lived right on the University of the Nations base, um, and we were in the thick of it. And you know, there's things about that two bedroom apartment that we really loved, and we choose to believe that God had that blessing for us for that season. But we also recognized that it was getting increasingly difficult to uh, you know for our peace of mind to, to be there. Um, and we we knew that God was asking us something new. You know, sometimes when you have that holy unrest, like you really got to press into the Lord for it. Like he was sending us out into something new. Well, uh, when we moved, when we prayed about it, we moved here. We were like, okay, the, the, the promise of the Lord still remains. We are still praying for a place to live. So currently in this moment, I'm putting this uh, podcast together. I'm in our RV. We still love the RV, man. We look at this thing as like the ark. It carried us through so many uh, turbulent times, and and we're so blessed by it. Um, and in the in the hunt for a house, uh, you know, we aren't you know financially off that great. So like we're being very patient <laughs> with getting a house. All that to say, I'm gonna go in the house story right now. But I just want to say that like we're still in the RV. So I put the kids to bed, and we're um, just chilling out, just relaxing. And I'm working on the, the, the video for Sunday. Siobhan's watching a video. And about five weeks ago, by faith, believing that we're going to get into a house, and Siobhan loves cats, and so we got some kittens. We have two little baby kittens now, and they're just in the RV. They're so precious. They're so cute. I think that they're about 10 weeks old, maybe 12 weeks old now at this point. And... Uh, I'm working on the vlog and this, and this new little baby, one of the new ba baby kittens comes up and just latches onto the corner of my computer. And it happened so quick, guys. It happened so quick. Little did I know, I, I mean, I didn't even think much about it. I'm thinking, oh, shoo, shoo, you know, whatever. Well, he latched onto the corner of the computer screen and got his teeth right into the screen of my computer. And in an instant shattered the screen of the computer and made everything go black and i'm like oh my goodness i i came my computer just broke this is crazy and you know we have apple care on our computer so I'm, I'm very grateful for that but still it puts me out and for one i didn't even know that this could happen through a kitten but you know i'm like oh, okay what am i gonna do uh, you know so i scheduled an appointment got an appointment on monday i brought the computer in on monday and the Apple repair guy didn't even ask me. He looked right at it and he goes, oh, did a kitten bite? Did a cat, <laughs> did a cat bite your computer? I'm like, what? This, this is a thing. He's go, he, he's like, yes, actually this happens crazily enough all the time. And I'm like, no way. So thankfully I should be getting, uh, I should be getting a, a message back on Friday this week saying, Hey, your computer's ready. It's fixed. Apple care took care of it, which is good. It was only a hundred bucks, uh, which is good. But in the meantime, I'm like, Oh, I've got the YouTube that I've just started. I've got this advent series. We're going in 
I've got the podcast that I'm building. And guys, it's not just the short ones like right now where I can sit down and talk for a, a bit and, and share with you guys. This is like, you know, I've got Zoom calls coming up with people that I'm interviewing. I've got the new website we're building that I'm almost done with. And, and the big news that I've really been believing in is not just our new Worship with the Word album I've been preparing, but the 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 teaching course that I've been working on and really just praying over and believing that God has something new for me to share and speak about worship, which is good, but all of it, I'm in the middle of it. And, and I've kind of given myself some deadlines. I'd like to have a lot of this launched by that second week of January. Well, that's coming up soon and Christmas is coming and understand that, you know, when the kids are on Christmas break, then I'm not working as able to work as much because they're all in the space and try to imagine recording music and teaching videos and Zoom calls with kids running in and out of the RV. So anyways, a little stressful. Needless to say, this is Advent week on peace. And that does not seem very peaceful. It seems like there's a lot of not peace attacking my life. And I'm just committed to say, okay, God, help me through this. Give me patience. I am genuinely really excited about getting some of this new stuff launched. I believe that God has such good things in store for us for this next year. I can't wait to share with you guys all about the worship with the word process, the course, the, uh, the, the album, the seminars, our, our hope and belief and dreams that we'll be able to one day start a school of worship and musicianary and teaching of the Bible. But this is where it all begins. And, and I'm just excited to share all of that. So needless to say, this is a great format for me to do this. I love that I can have the ability to just speak on a podcast and share. And I'd love to hear from you guys. Again, podcasting is all new for me, um, but I'm excited about it. So, um, yeah, where do we go from here? I mean, I, I'm, I've kind of, I've, I have a loss of peace today, but as we talk about peace, I actually, even right now, I'm like, okay, God, I, I know you're in this. I, I fully believe that you're in this. I know you've called me to, to sing the song of the Lord to the nations, to preach the word of the Lord to the nations, and I'm doing it, and I'm excited about that. So anyways, guys, uh, let's kick right into it. Advent series. We're talking about peace this week. Let's get to it. Did you know that Trenton Siobhan Ministries, Inc. is a fully registered 501c3 nonprofit? That means that your contributions are fully tax deductible. As you're putting together your end of your contributions for this tax season of 2023, we wanted to tell you a story of someone who paid it forward. As I began to share our new Worship with the Word project, God moved on someone's heart to be able to pay that forward for you guys to be a part of hearing that. That means that your gift of $50 or $100 helps us reach our goal of $500 to be able to fully produce our next song. It's not that much when you consider how much of an impact this can make. If the Lord's moving on your heart to be a part of this ministry in this way, you can do that at trentonshavon.com. That's T-R-E-N-T-A-N-D-S-I-O-B-H-A-N.com. So the second week of Advent is peace, and it's called the Bethlehem Candle. Now, I'm, to be honest, learning a lot about this that I haven't learned before because I didn't grow up Catholic or Lutheran or, and, I, and 
forgive me, maybe comment below if you're familiar with more of the denominations and backgrounds that celebrate Advent, but I didn't grow up with that. So to me, it's almost like discovering something brand new, and I'm really grateful for that. And so this week, obviously, you know, it's easy to say, well, we're going to celebrate peace and light a candle about that. But I actually wanted to talk about that. And I kind of wanted to know, why is it called the Bethlehem candle? What's that all about? This week, we're going to be celebrating peace on earth. And it refers to Mary and Joseph and their expectant journey coming to Bethlehem which is pretty cool. And we have scripture that backs that up. Luke 2, 14. It's when the shepherds came and the angels came and they said, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill to men. You know, some of these iconic verses that we know. And so it gives us a chance to just reflect on what does that actually mean, especially right now. Now, I promise you, I will not get political on this, but I do want to ask us some questions about what does peace actually mean? Because here's here's where I think about it. Like I think there's peace that a lot of us assume and say, be a peacemaker or peace, man. Uh, you know, and that's good. I mean, we all understand it, but it seems quite um, unrealistic sometimes to just say, no more war peace. And there's so many Christmas songs that we have about bring peace on earth. Peace is a hard thing to grapple with because there's a peace that says, man, I need some peace in my life. And then there's peace, which means no more war. Well, the peace that we're going to be talking about and the one that we celebrate as a family is actually called Shalom. And this has been really precious and special to Siobhan and I this week because We've really been praying, even as you heard last week, about a house, and it's a house on a road called Shalom, and I really feel like there's something to this. I don't know fully how it's going to work out, but I believe that God does want Shalom for our family. So regardless of the things that we're praying for, let me just talk about Shalom, because this is the type of peace that I believe Jesus wants you to have, wants us to have. And it's a peace that isn't just a, you know, get along with each other. It's a peace that's deeper. And it means shalom. It means restoration. It's almost like saying the peace that says, like, the way things should be. And I know that the Jewish or the Hebrew understanding of that word shalom really kind of symbolized a, a rock that had no imperfections in it. That was peace, which is kind of cool to think about. And maybe something that we don't have as much in our culture, at least, you know, I'm American and I don't know sometimes that I see that all the time. In John 14, 27, we read that Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give you. So let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Jesus spoke about peace in an entirely different way than we see peace. I mean, there's another scripture that Jesus said that's kind of controversial. Matthew 10, 34, it says, Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. Jesus said that. Gah. I don't know all the time what to do with those scriptures. And I admit that 
I don't necessarily, my first impression of Jesus from that is like, I don't know if I like that so much. Well, Jesus is still the same one that told Peter to put away his sword. Okay. And understand that scripture really does speak of restoration. And it speaks of Jesus's heart to explain that peace isn't always the way that we see it in this world. Second Corinthians says, what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship does light have with darkness? And in verse 16, it says, what agreement? And in chapter six, verse 16, it says, what agreement has the temple of God with idols? There's a truth that what Jesus was saying is that the peace that I'm talking about is not just simply getting along with evil. The peace that I'm talking about is deeper. It's a wholeness. It's a believing that things can be complete, a restoring of the ruins, a restoring of things in life. So some of the things that I want to talk about that I want to teach to my children is that type of peace. Now, I was watching The Grinch with the boys this week with Siobhan too, and I love that. I love that movie. I specifically like the Jim Carrey version, right? I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I remember when it first came out and I think it was just such a great, great movie. But ultimately, I love the original cartoon version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Well, that version that I was watching with the boys with Jim Carrey has at the end of it, um, the Grinch, you know, has his heart grows three times as big and he gets all the presents and he brings them back uh, to the to Whoville and everybody's happy. Everybody's everybody celebrates. And then the mayor says, hang on, he should be held to account for the bad things that he did. And then the other Whoville people are like, it's okay. He brought them all back. Everything's good with the world. And they all sing. And I get that, right? And and that's the type of peace that we would like to see. It's super ideal. But guess what? I've got children and they don't always uh, get along that way. My boys don't always resolve conflict in a way that is what we would like to see as peaceful or as like, here, just get over it type of a thing. And sometimes there's just times when, you know, somebody did something wrong and an apology isn't always what's needed. It's a genuine heart posture that says, and I'm truly sorry, please forgive me and I'm not going to do it again. And that comes with two brothers that come together and have to solve a conflict. And that's peace. That's, that's shalom. And it always, doesn't always work. So I wanted to share one example of this, uh, and it's it's a recent example. You know, our our son Bennett, uh, he's 16, and for his 16th birthday, he bought this game called Legend of Zelda: uh, Breath of the Wild, and this was huge. I mean, people were waiting in line for this game. I mean, it was the biggest game of the year, I think. I'm I'm guessing. I I, I don't follow it as much, but I know among their age group, it was so uh, such a big talk. And Bennett paid his own money for this. I think he paid like 70 bucks for this game. And, uh, and he just said to his brothers, look, this is my game. I bought it. I'm going to play it and I'm going to beat it first before I let you guys play it. And then I'll let you play it. I promise. And then once I'm done with it, it's still my game. And I want you to treat it with respect. And he did that. And he was so kind. He let his brothers play with it. Well, 
you know, months go by. His brothers have played with they've played with it a lot. They've they've really gotten into it. And we don't know how it happened, but somehow that game cartridge got broken. And that made Bennett really upset. There was a wrong done to him, and he doesn't really know where it came from. And as a parent, it's probably not right that that we just let it go and, and do nothing about it. And really, at the beginning, Bennett said to them, hey, if anything happens to this thing, I'm going to ask that you guys make it up. And so they did. They pooled their money together, and they bought him another game. And they lived in unity with one another because a wrong was done, but justification for it was made, a recompense, a, a reconciliation. And it wasn't just, I'm sorry, please forgive me. It was, I'm going to make it up to you. And that was peace in our family. I mean, I mean, it's a small story, but it meant a lot to our kids, right? So, I mean, that's just a small example of our own family. But getting real, this it's not always that easy. And to say it's so complex, how does peace happen in a world where there's wars? How does peace happen in a world where they've lost theirs? Like the world has lost their sense of peace. They've lost their sense of hope. I believe it starts in the family, for one. And I believe that we need to pray for it and genuinely believe that God with us, like we talked about last week, God can save us and he can bring true peace. I do believe it takes more than just an a, a I do believe it takes more than just a hey, you should be fair with me. Uh, piece of just getting along. That's not, hear me out, this is kind of what I wanted to share this whole thing about. Peace does not mean just get along. Peace means shalom. And in the places where we see that there's no peace, like right now in the world, there's a lot of hopelessness. There's a lot of lack of peace. It's time for us to believe and say that Jesus can save us that he is God with us, he is Emmanuel, and he still brings peace. Let's pray for peace in our homes this week. And in the places where we see there's no peace, let's deeply pray and remember that we need a savior. We need his peace. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of our family. Remember, we can make the world better. I believe we can. Bye, guys.